This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. everybody and welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Jonners. This is episode 106 and today we're going to be focusing on NXT and AEW Dynamite like we do every single week uh, but we've got a few added things we're going to throw into this week's episode. So we've got a special guest host who we're going to be introducing very very soon. Uh, towards the end of the episode we're going to be finding out what's grinding our gears and what's floating our boat about the wrestling industry, about the wrestling business at the moment, what's really kind of getting us hot under the collar about the wrestling business and what's really kind of turned Turning us on to the product and getting us excited about wrestling in 2020. At the back end of the episode, we're going to be answering your questions. We've got some listener questions uh, from our uh, Facebook and Twitter followers. So really can't wait to get stuck into those with my special uh, guest who I'll be introducing very, very soon. But first off, a little bit of a plug because uh, I haven't got a sponsor. So I need to sponsor my own show. And it's all about the WrestlingWithJohners.com website. Visit WrestlingWithJohners.com for daily news, daily updates, exclusive articles, as well as all of our podcast episodes, our back catalogue of all of our podcasts, social media links, vlogs, and exclusive interviews. Our most recent interview that we've done is uh, in conjunction, in partnership with Turbuckle TV. And it was uh, the excellent Chantel Jordan, the Kamikaze Pro Live champion uh, who we interviewed. And uh, that's sitting there waiting to be listened to on WrestlingWithJohners.com. We've also got links to our merchandise as well and so much more. Our merchandise includes the original Wrestling With Johnners logo tee, our unsanctioned tee, our podcast strong style tee, as well as hoodies, phone cases, mugs, and so much more, all with the Wrestling With Johnners logo. On, so go and check that out at WrestlingWithJohners.com. There's also a PayPal link. So if you fancy supporting your favorite podcast, any amount of donations will go a long way to helping us to produce the quality podcast and YouTube content we've been delivering since 2018. 18. Simply click on the PayPal button at the top of the WrestlingWithJohnners.com website to help support um, all of the hard work that goes into producing uh, what I consider to be a very consistent, a very prolific wrestling podcast uh, with up to two brand new podcast episodes that drop every single week and multiple YouTube videos released weekly, um, all on the Wrestling With Johnners YouTube channel, of course. So please support the Wrestling With Johnners podcast with a small donation using the PayPal button at the top of the webpage. That's WrestlingWithJohnners.com. And of course, if you enjoy listening to this podcast please don't forget to hit subscribe so that you can be notified every time a new episode drops so the plugs are out of the way on to my special guest and uh, i've got to jamie bell from the ringsider podcast on the wrestling with Jonas podcast um also has his own podcast bell to bell so jamie good afternoon how are you sir good afternoon i am wonderful my friend i am rocking and rolling as usual fantastic and uh We've been trying to, you know, hook up and, and get this uh, arranged for a little while now, but finally we got you on the Wrestling with Jonas podcast yeah. to talk everything good about NXT and AEW uh, from this past Wednesday. But uh, before we get stuck into all that good stuff, Jamie, 
tell us a little bit about yourself because we've not spoken uh, to you. We've not had you on the podcast before. Um, I think you, you you kind of came into fruition. A lot of people came across you as part of the the Wrestle Thoughts podcast that got rebranded last year uh, into the Ringsider uh, Pod uh, podcast. Um, and and you've also got your own little side podcast going bell to bell. So tell us about the creative, uh, kind of the creative side of yourself, really getting involved in all the podcasts, starting with Wrestle Thoughts, moving on to Ringsider and uh, Bell to Bell. So what got you hooked in podcasting? How did it all start for you then, buddy? Um, it actually started with Callum, um, obviously my other co-host for Ringsiders. Yes. Uh, Callum would had always wanted to do a podcast and we were sat in a pub one night and was like, why don't we do it? Uh, and then obviously Wrestle Thoughts was born. Mm. Uh, then obviously we brought Kate in. Uh, I believe you, you've brought to Kate a few times on your show. You have indeed, and yeah. Then uh, obviously we, we rebranded, we changed the name, and we're all like, we're really enjoying this. So why not have our little own side project? And we can use Ringside as, as the main podcast, sort of the umbrella, yeah. uh, kind of, so to speak. And so it just kicked off from there. I'll be honest with you, I am the biggest technophobe out of the three of us on the podcast. So, you know, I just turn up, I host, I talk, and Callum <laughs> and uh, their credit do the editing and everything else. I just I just kind of turn up, get a paycheck and go. <laughs> well, there we go. That's what podcasts are all about. As long as you can talk to talk, and uh, that's the most that's important it. thing. You know, leave the editing to somebody else. If you can, then do that. But uh, that's pretty cool. And you've got your own uh, podcast. You say, we spoke off air that you've uh, uh, dropped a couple of episodes of Bell to Bell already. You're going to be getting a co-host on board fairly soon. Tell us a bit more about Bell to Bell. What sort of uh, wrestling you focus on? Is there a particular era or particular genre of wrestling? Or uh, what, Tell us a bit about Bell to Bell and what my listeners of the Wrestling Majonas podcast can expect if they tune into that. Bell to Bell is basically we're going old school. I am a, a huge, I mean, I've been a wrestling fan since 1987, so I'm showing sure my age now. And I just love everything old school, the old school feel. So I thought, why don't I do my podcast looking back at matches and rivalries and, and old pay-per-views from back in the old days? Um, and I did a couple of episodes, like you said, and I realised, you know, I held my hand up. I just thought, I need a co-host mm-hmm. with this. I can't do this one on my own. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm going to bring in uh, a friend of our podcast, uh, Immy who is also an old school fan and we are going to be recording from next week. We're getting the ball rolling. We'll be recording on Tuesday and we will be starting with uh, WrestleMania seven, which is Immy's favorite pay-per-view. So I said, so we're going to, we're going to be covering WrestleMania seven and chatting some old school wrestling. Superb! I'll definitely be tuning into that. I love WrestleMania Seven. In fact, the WrestleManias of that era, kind of the the late eighties and early nineties, were quite special. A bit of a golden era of wrestling, to be honest with you. And and that whole period, whether it's NWA or uh, AWA, I kind of love that whole eighties, early nineties feel. Cool. Um, but uh, tell us a little bit about your your kind of passion for wrestling nowadays. And kind of what 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 do you tend to watch, or what do you kind of have to have kind of earmarked on a weekly basis? What do you have to watch on a weekly basis? And and kind of what sort of wrestling really turns you on at the moment well I, i'm going to be honest and i'm probably going to annoy a lot of the uh the, the twitter army but i like all wrestling believe it or yeah. not you can watch any wrestling you want um so i i look forward to all of it i i must admit at the moment i look forward to nwa power more than anything that 
to me, is the best wrestling show on TV at the moment. Yeah. Well, what what what, what do you like in particular about NWA Power? Because I must admit, I watch it every single week as well. I absolutely love it. Um, but uh, what what is it about Power that kind of really kind of uh, gets you hooked every single week? It's it is wrestling done in its simplest form. It's not made difficult. It's it's an hour show in a studio. It's just how wrestling should be. They come out, they have a little, you know, they have the promo at the podium, they get in the ring and they wrestle. There's no, there's no stupid segments or it's just wrestling. It's how, to me, it's how wrestling should be. That, that yeah. one hour, I look forward every night when I come home from work uh, and I just put it on and for that hour I'm lost. I, I just forget where I am. It's, it's that good. Uh, so NWA Power is, for me, it's, I look forward to NWA Power more than anything at the minute on a weekly basis. Yeah, and I remember kind of when NWA Power was uh, only a few weeks in, you guys had a one of your tweets featured in the uh, opening segment of one of the episodes. Do you remember that? We did, yes. And I'm going to blow smoke <laughs> up my ass now because that was my tweet. The technoph- I heard it was. Technoph- I heard it was. Yes, the technophobe sent the tweets out and it actually... <laughs> uh, uh, yes. But no, it was fantastic. I didn't even realise. I think Kurt or Callum put it in the group chat and I was like, whoa, that's my tweet. I was like... This is incredible. Yeah. And it was an honour because all three of us are huge NWA fans. Um, and to have that aired at the beginning of the show was just a surreal. Uh, and it, it really made our day. It, it was wonderful. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've been involved in quite a few kind of big moments. Um, I mean, you, you and the other ringsider guys, you kind of broke when Adam Page uh, attacked Pac at uh, WrestleGate, was it last May in Nottingham? Uh, was, you, was you there? I know that Kurt was certainly there, but uh, that was quite a big moment for you guys, and uh, your video went viral. Yeah, we were all there. We were uh, we were all front row, and actually uh, that match where Adam came out, I'd gone to stand at the back because I'm, my backside had gone numb, so I went to stand up with another one of our <laughs> friends who was there. And I left, obviously, Kurt and Callum stayed front row, and I, I've never... And it, I've never heard anything like it. And this was held in like, uh, just like a gymnasium, like a leisure centre yeah. gymnasium. And the crowd, that that's another thing I love about pro wrestling is when it's a, a legitimate reaction. When, you know, I'll, the element of surprise is missing for me a lot in wrestling today. And that day was just fantastic. I was stood with the the owner of WrestleGate, Gary Ward, and he, he just turned around to me with a big smirk on his face and two-sweeted me. And I was like, yes. <laughs> This this is wow! I've been to so many wrestling shows. I you know we travelled to Chicago for All In, yeah. But I've never had goosebumps like I did that day when uh, he came out, and the crowd just went incredible. And props to Kurt. That was Kurt's video. It went viral. I think we were even mentioned in Forbes magazine. That's how yeah. far it went. And um, so yeah, it was in, it was incredible. And that's why I love wrestling. Moments like that. Totally. Yeah. And that that's kind of the best bits about being a wrestling fan, isn't it? Just kind of those surprise moments, whether you're there in person watching it on the TV screen, no surprise moments when, when they can keep a secret and, and run a storyline and an angle really, really well. That's when it's golden. That's that's the, that's the moments you kind of treasure as a wrestling fan. But uh, we, we spoke a little bit about NWA just a moment ago being your favourite uh, go to wrestling show every single Tuesday. Now, you and the uh, I think it was yourself and Callum had the, the pleasure and the honour of speaking to NWA Power announcer Joe Galley uh, on your most recent episode of, of Ringside of Pop. 
that must have been a hell of a, a get for you. Um, I know that you've you've had some interviews on on uh, Wrestle Thoughts and Ringside. I know Kurt's done one or two on uh, Kurt's angles. But uh, tell us about getting Joe Galley and uh, how that experience all went down. Then, yeah, it was uh, it was fantastic. One of our our friends sent us a message saying, "Oh, um, Joe Galley's open for interviews. You should drop him a message." So, so I, I literally I was like, "Why not? The worst thing he can do is say no." So I, I sent him a tweet because his, his direct messages are open. I sent him a direct message and within about an hour, he replied saying, absolutely. And we had to reschedule a couple of times, but we finally got there. And last Saturday, yes, me and Callum uh, interviewed Joe Galley and it was possibly one of the best interviews we've done. Uh, he is an absolute gentleman and it was an, a pleasure to interview him and we hope we'll have him back at some time in the future as well um, but yeah absolute wonderful guy um, I'm not going to give anything away but I am in the process of uh, talking to another member of the NWA roster uh, about coming on the show but I won't uh, give that one away just yet that's superb and I'll tell you what as soon as we get wind of it we'll kind of help to uh, spread the word on wrestling with John on social pages but uh, um, let, let's just talk a little bit about um, uh, about AWA then, uh, sorry, AWA, we're talking 80s again. So let's talk about AEW then, uh, Jamie, because um, yeah. it was another cracking episode. We're only, at, at the time of recording, when when uh, this went down on Wednesday, we're 10 days removed from AEW Revolution. It's taking place next Saturday. Uh, are you looking forward to Revolution? Are you going to be catching that? Are you going to be watching it as a fan? Are you going to be staying up and watching the pay-per-view uh, somewhere, uh, maybe in a pub somewhere, Jamie? Uh, I will be watching it. I will probably watch it from my uh, my sofa because luckily it's a Saturday night, I believe, so I don't it wear is. for the I can stay up and watch it. I might see if the ringside boys want to come around and watch it here with me. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I really am. Um, I love I love the fact that AEW are doing the four pay per views a year, not yes. monthly. Yeah. Time to you know it gives you time to build your storylines, to build these characters up, and I'm very excited because. Like I said, you're not waiting month by month. You're waiting three or four months, and I, I love that. So I am so ready for this next week. I, I cannot wait for this yeah. pay-per-view. And, uh, of course, AEW has been going head-to-head with NXT since about October last year. Um, do you tend to watch both shows? If so, what was kind of your bread and butter? Which your go-to show? Which one do you watch first over the other? Uh, I do watch them both. Um, I will be honest, I watch NXT first. Purely because it's on the network first and yeah. I don't have the uh, Fight TV, so I don't watch AEW till Friday night, Saturday morning when it's on uh, ITV. So I do watch NXT first. Um, but I, again, I, I love both shows. Uh, regardless of which one's on first, I'm going to watch them both. Um, so yeah, I just, it, it's great. You know, you get to your weekend, your Friday night, and I've, I've got NXT, I've got uh, dynamite um, and, and I'm going to give a big shout out to Impact because I think Impact's going under the radar at the moment and they're doing some good stuff um, so I watched that as well yeah no good good shout there before we get uh, speaking about this week's AEW Dynamite give my listeners a bit of a shout uh, as far as where they can find your podcast because uh, I was meaning to do that uh, just a moment ago but completely forgot so where can they find Bell to Bell where can they find Ringsiders Pod where can they listen to this fantastic uh, creative content uh, that, that you're a big part of Jamie uh, we are available on everything uh, Anchor Spotify iTunes uh, YouTube SoundCloud go on there that's where we are 
Um, we also have a website, ringsiders.com. Uh, or is it .co.uk? It's one of them. Callum will kill me. I've got it wrong. But it's one of them. <laughs> um, yeah, we are, we are everywhere. We are on everything. You type in Ringsiders, we are there. And cool. uh, that will be the bell to bell when we uh, start re-recording that as well. Super. But I'll make sure that uh, all of those uh, links and handles are part of the description to this podcast. So my listeners could just click down into the description and uh, find you nice and easy. We do some more plugs towards the end of the episode so they can find you on uh, Twitter and all your social media stuff. But uh, let's get stuck into Dynamite then. We're going to talk about the main event first of all then, Jamie. So the steel cage match between Wardlow and Cody. It was the first time we've done a steel cage match at all in the history of AEW. And I know they've only been going a year or so, uh, but this was the first ever steel cage match in the history of AEW and this was also Wardlow's first match in AEW his AEW debut uh, this was also part of the stipulation set out by MJF in January so on top of the 10 lashes that uh, was dished out by MJF to Cody a couple of weeks ago and uh, Cody of course not being able to lay a hand on uh, MJF until they do eventually meet in the ring this was um, the third part of the stipulation I suppose where uh, uh, Wardlow been inside a cage to fight off Cody 10 days before revolution. Um, give us your thoughts on, on kind of the build and the feud uh, between MJF and Cody leading up to their kind of what's going to be a fantastic match next week at revolution. Um, how do you feel the build's gone? Has it kind of hooked you and kind of what, what's really kind of drawing you in about these two? Yeah, I, I have been hooked from the start. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Cody fan anyway. I always have been. Um, but MJF he has really sold this for me. He is everything a heel should be. You just you you are desperate to see Cody get his hands on him and punch him in the face. Totally. It, that is yeah. what, that is what a heel should be doing, and I, I cannot wait for this. The, the whole storyline it's it's had some old school elements in it to me as well. You can you can tell Cody has sat under the Dusty Roads uh, learning tree, and I I just love it. The stipulations with the lashes, you can't touch me. Um, it, it's just from start to finish, it's fantastic. I cannot wait. Um, the cage match was was great. I was a bit nervous because I thought, you know, they've really pushed this Wardlow character. I'm just hoping when the bell rings, it's not going to be, oh, well. But I was very impressed with Wardlow. I think Wardlow's going to be a star. I think, I think Wardlow will be a big baby face someday. Yeah, definitely a big, impressive character. But uh, in this match, uh, Cody gets busted open nice and early after being drilled face first into the cage by Wardlow. Uh, MJF gets the, the cage door uh, launched into his head, thanks to Arn Anderson. Then Arn eventually disposes of MJF into the third row over the barrier. The match comes to an end after Cody climbs to the top of this huge cage. Now, I, I don't even know how big this cage was, 15, 20 feet high. Uh, and then he delivers a Kurt Angle style moonsault from the top of the cage down onto Wardlow down below gets the hard-fought pinfall victory to cap off uh, this very impressive episode of AEW and this very impressive cage match. And like you say, considering Wardlow's not wrestled in an AEW ring before, I thought he put in a, a hell of an effort. He looks fantastic in the ring. He's got a great presence. So like you say, um, he could be uh, a, a, you 